slept good i still woke up early um it is freaking cold so i am under my sheets and it's it's a nice combo but i'm just gonna circle back and go in for another bite and circle the building on this one because yesterday i did a podcast i actually like that one i you know i like to think some of them are, are kind of my um capstones and i i try to go through and show the prop the steps that women take as we evolve and ascend and adapt, right? I've been talking about how with artificial intelligence and or um, I guess just ascension, if you're able to move up the rank, you're kind of like on the right track. So I talked about how it's natural for you to um, be attracted to someone, right? Both men and women, We that's the first thing you see. We're visual. We have two eyes, right? Um, and I talked about how in the black community, sometimes we pigeonhole ourselves and just weed everything else out just because that person's melanin, right? I talked about how um, you have another tier. It's actually, I think, more predominant. Well, no. Yeah, more predominantly in our community, there is a saying, well, you know, if you're really pretty, just date an ugly guy because he's going to really want you and he's going to put you on a pedestal and he's going to. And then you go to um, Girl on Lost, you know, um, I think she she's doing a really good job of documenting the stories. I pray for her soul in the sense of I can only watch one or so every once in a while. But when you're dealing with that kind of heavy content, God bless you, like. Mm, but you will see the prettiest girls, right? I've talked about how if I have, because um, I'm in between so many things at this point, and I used to do more blog style. I used to have a WordPress um, where I could put up images and and pictures and, and different things for you to see what I was looking at. But if you go to her YouTube channel, you'll see some of the prettiest girls. And, and you've heard it in the comments the rest of us are like, what? What did she see in this guy? She could have gone for so much better, but there's still this kind of um discussion. Well, girl, you're really pretty. You know, if you try to date a, an attractive guy, he's going to have just as much as an ego or be expected to be treated a certain way. So go for an ugly guy. But the thing is, you have to understand um that the same way how we've been talking about how Rich men are inclined to cheat. Poor men cheat cheat too, just or just as much. So with quote unquote ugly men, if depending on how healed they are, um, what can end up happening is if they're not healed, they know that they're not attractive. And if you try to walk away, it really does tear them up inside because they don't know if they're really going to, if, if another pretty girl is going to take that chance on them. And so then that's how they end up getting toe tagged. And, and with, unfortunately, okay, because, and, and again, this is from someone who's supposed to be ugly, right? This is, this is from someone who's supposed to be ugly. And cause I was going to say this too, ugly is in the eye of the beholder because you know, society will tell us what what is attractive and what is handsome and what is ugly. So um, you'll have a guy that is being told he's ugly. And so he's going to feel like he can't attract, you know, what he really prefers. He When you listen to like even Kendra G, what's the, one of the first things they all say? Oh, she got to be pretty. It's almost like they're ordering out of a catalog, right? It's like, I remember back in the days, this might tell my age a little bit, but 
JCPenney's used to send a end of the year book. It was a huge book. It was like maybe 500 pages, double-sided, full color print with all the toys and makeup and cosmetics and clothes and bedding and furniture. And, and we would flip through them and just look through them and all those beautiful things. And, um, it's, it's, listen to it. Like next time you go in, they, they will start to go through a catalog of what they want, you know? I like a shake and some fries, some breast and th some thighs, <laughs> right? She got to be pretty. She has to be pretty. She has to be fit. She has to look cute. She has to look good, you know? But back to the men, you have to kind of like start to, part of understanding human behavior is start to kind of get in their head a little bit. If you were ugly and you're just attracting, you either one, you're not attracting um, people, based on your looks or two you're attracting somebody and this really pretty model Instagram girl gives you a chance okay and you're still not treating her right you're still not stepping up to what it means to be a man in terms of protecting providing and 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 I really like it too because when Priscilla talks about it she does kind of challenge the idea that men are protectors and providers fascinating i love it i love that kind of like rigorous challenge of like let's really re-examine you know is this true or not right but if if he's not showing up in what she's looking for in a man then and and, and this is what relationships are right not all relationships are going to work sometimes you're going to date for a little bit and figure out mm, we don't share the same you know aspects and it's enough for me to go somewhere else now you start to feel like you want to screw that person over if you're not healed, right? And so then now you're willing to toe tag her, the person who gave you a chance, the person who was trying to, excuse me, trying to at least see what lays below the surface. What are you made of? Are you a loving person? You know, because sometimes I, I do think about um, how all of us have assignments, right? And all up until this point, we would have this old wives myth that, girl, the ugly ones treat you sweet. The ugly ones will appreciate you. The ugly ones will put you on a pedestal. And so here comes, you know, this young lady who's testing that theory. She's dating the attractive guys. They treat her like shit. So she says, you know what? Let me, let me peel back the layers and test this guy and see, you know, and he treats her like shit too, right? And we see, you can't even, you can't even argue with me because like I said, you could go to um Lost or Girl, is it not Girl on Alive? It's like Girl on Lost or something on YouTube. Thousands of videos, pretty women, men that you could tell just really when I tell you couldn't get within six feet of me, could not get within six feet of me. Don't ask me my name. Don't let me smell your breath. Don't touch my phone. Just, just no. I couldn't even stand to be in a classroom and or workplace with you. But if I had to, I, I, I just would. Let alone let you into my bedroom. Oh, no, 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 no. Right? But I think that the more evolved person um, that is quote unquote characterized as ugly, because again, I was saying, you know, you, you kind of have to be able to figure out for yourself what makes you attractive and, and love the skin you're in. I'm phenotypically a black woman. Southern California, globally, that's not considered attractive. Okay. I'm a black girl. I have a big nose, big lips. I don't have the curvy shape of, of most black women because I'm on the taller side. I'm Amazonian. I don't have the straight, curly. I have thick, 4C, kinky, coily hair. Okay? So that type of person, whether you're a man or a woman, is going to figure out, well, regardless of how other people feel about me, I still love myself. 
so much more so for, even for me it's like literally i take care of the skin i'm in i take supplements to make sure my skin is as elastic as possible has the elasticity that it's it's shiny it's smooth it's supple you know love to play with lip colors on my big full lips you know and love to play up my that my eyes one of my, my first boyfriend used to tease me he's like you have big eyes Right, but that's back in the days when they'd call you big head, right? <laughs> and I remember I was so offended, like, what why are you calling me big head? <laughs> right? So now I'll just play up my eyelashes, right? Now I'm growing those out. My 4C here, I've done just about everything. I've had it permed, relaxed, straightened, braided, colored, <laughs> you know, just everything. Worn the wigs. I love the versatility of it. You can never, ever tell me anything about how I'm going to style my hair. If I want to wear a wig, I'm going to wear a wig. If I want to wear my hair up in a, in a natural ponytail, I'm doing that. If I want to have it braided, cornrowed, twisted back, I'm doing that. If I want to straighten it, I'm doing that. I probably am not going to relax my hair ever again. But who knows, right? But I've come to learn to love myself. And I think that... The assignment for ugly men and or women, and then I have to use the air quotes ugly, is relative, right? It really is. It kind of speaks to go where you're loved or where you're wanted. But when, when somebody gives you a chance in that aspect and you kind of know you're not the best, don't don't be out here treating these pretty girls like crap. Own it. Own it. Listen, if I had to come back in another lifetime and I was a short, the complete opposite of what I am, right? A short, ugly dude, you know, and a pretty girl gave me a chance. No, that's, that's, listen, and you better believe, I, I don't know. I, I like to think as a, as a woman, like if I were a boy, I think I would still have that hustle and ground with me. I would probably DNA code myself to come back and get into crypto, make a lot of money, find me a pretty girl. And treat her so good and have those five kids. Because y'all know I wanted five kids, right? And just and just be happy and satisfied with that, right? I wouldn't be trying to like... But the, it, that's again me being a girl looking at, at if I were a boy. And if I if I were ugly, this is how I would play it, right? Which is kind of similar to how to do, I'm doing it as a girl. Not the prettiest. Not a big problem. Someone Someone's going to find me attractive. It doesn't have to be everyone. Still working on my finances. You know, that type of thing. But but the more evolved person is going to understand to push through that, you know. And for men, you know, one of the, the, the best things that, you know, sometimes you don't even understand the power of a muse. And I've said this time and time again, and I was thinking about it this morning. We need to kind of talk about it. And it's interesting because it's almost the opposite of being a mule. Right? Um... And I think that even us men and women kind of confuse the two between the mule and the muse. And mule energy is lower vibrational energy. It's using someone, right? So um, there have been, Cynthia G has been playing these um, TikToks. And there was this this woman, um, she was um, non-black, interviewing all these different women to ask them, how important is um, money in a relationship? And so... The other woman said, well, it's important. Then what's the point of 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 being with someone if they're not going to bring money to the table? They bring the money. I bring the honey. Right. But it was one of those things where there was a, a, a young black lady in the in in the towards and in, in an all white dress. I'm an all white like little um, thing with cornrows back. And so she's like, well, I can get you there. Right. I can get you to where I need. So she didn't understand that that's the very prime example of, of a woman not understanding the difference between being a mule and being a muse. So she was willing to mute, to mule herself in the black community. We we condition our black women to be mules. Now, that being said, I don't think, you know, once we understand that, let's push past that. Let's move past it and, and kind of, Detach. It can take a little bit of time, especially if, if you've had years of conditioning. But the sooner that we can kind of say, okay, 
that's a problem. Let's let's exit that versus just staying in it and sitting in it and regurgitating it and being the victim. If if she were to understand her power as a muse, it's kind of like um one of the things and, and I've I now that I hear it, I can really hear it. But the muse is gonna be that type of woman that's gonna call her man to prove it, right? Prove it. And to some men, it can instill the fear of God in you. Even when you just even heard me saying that, I think both men and women could feel that like, oh, in your stomach, like, oof. And I think some people break under, you know, because when you even start to understand the, the power between sex transmutation, I love that chapter by... um. Napoleon Hill, it's not even so much to the point where you're having sex with your co-workers. And I don't even think having lustful thoughts, but it's, it's, we're naturally gravitate towards beautiful things, right? Um, but it's something about this beautiful person. It does capture your, your attention and, and they say, prove it. And I'm talking about the woman talking to the man, that dynamic, Right. And when you, the next time a woman challenges you to prove it, knowing what I know, if I were a man, I would have been like, okay, bet, you know, let's do it. Right. So it can feel scary because if you don't think you have what it takes to prove it, you can just revert to gaslighting or shunning that person or really feeling kind of angry, I think is, is what they escalate to. Right. Or it can be the fear of like, well, what if I'm wrong? And pimp in 101 is you are never wrong. And and you hear that a lot in a lot of men. They're never, ever wrong. And a lot of us women have to like tiptoe around it. And even when I was working for, I, I worked for both men and women. But even with the men, you gotta, you can't tell your boss that there's an error in the, um, accreditation report, you just kind of have to ask him questions for him to see, oh, you know what? That's wrong. Fix it. (laughs) And he won't fix it. He's going to expect me to fix it, even though I caught it, but whatever. Right. So I, I, you know, I I think that with the power of a muse, women, you have to, it takes you back to that energy where you're not coddling men. When, when she's calling you to the challenge, it's kind of like um, inherently she knows what you're capable of and it's going to make you a stronger and better person. So if she's challenging you to prove, you know, a lot of us are saying men are like, let's just take it. Princella, y'all hate her, but really you should be loving her because she's tell, and especially women should love her too, because she's saying men are incapable of love. That is a muse. What? It's a form of amuse, right? Some of us, like, some of us, you know, and I'm not underestimating because we need all of the different forms of, of, of femininity, right? We absolutely, I'm never, ever going to deny that. And I think we can, the more we can embody, like, let's say the 12 zodiacs of the 12 different women, you know, the the better well-rounded we can be. Because then now I'm really powerful. Now I can come at you like romantic. Now I can come at you mysterious. Now I can come at you practical. Now I can come at you creative. So on and so forth, right? But when she says, when, when, when she says, um, men are incapable of love, right? Some of you are going to, are going to just collapse right under that and get defensive, or you're going to prove it. I think if I'm not mistaken, and I don't even want to mention the other person at this point too, because I don't want to take away from each person is, is in their own lane. They, they are completely unique. Okay. Prove it. Right. And so you're either going to do one of two things. You're either going to do what it does to prove it. And that type of person is who you really want. Right. Um, the difference between the, the mule and the muse. I might, I might do a separate, uh, 
podcast. I think what I'll do is when I go into exploring the muse a little bit, I'm going to now have a little bit of a a contrast to see what would be the complete opposite of the mule or keeping that in the background. But back to the this conditioning, you know, the same way we say, you know, well, rich men cheat. I hate that because poor men cheat too. And so for you to say, well, attractive men are are not going to value you. They're going to be ego-driven and expect, you know, to be themselves to be put on the ego. So then therefore date ugly men. No. Mm-mm. This is Musings of a Divine Feminine to, reporting to you live from the black community. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay. Just had to tell you. It doesn't get down like that in our community. Okay. So what it comes down to is what I, because uh, I really like th- that I'm also growing myself as I'm putting the content out. And I do challenge myself to see, is it true? Is it verifiable? Is it high vibrational? Does it make sense? Right? So I will even go back and correct some of the things I've said. So when I uploaded the podcast and I put it, put the title, took the screenshot and I did the description, I was thinking about, did I say everything I wanted to in that podcast? And the last line in that podcast, in the description, I said, what really matters is we should be dating men according to their character, right? And I think that that's going to always be the litmus test for women. So we are kind of evolving and figuring out, okay, it's natural to want to be attracted to someone. Do we uh, do we go for the person who's more attractive or not as attractive? Then the next level is, okay, we want somebody who's financially stable. So some of us, like myself, will get all the way up to the top to where it's like we're dating that millionaire, that multimillionaire. He's attractive and he's saying all of the right things. But we have to kind of turn it a little bit more and... Even though in that podcast, I kind of figured out, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm telling y'all to go talk to a purpose-driven leader and we're citing people like, and I'm not, you know, we're citing people like Elon Musk, but then you look at his dating history and you see it's not the best, but I think it's still a step up in the right direction. What is his character? What is his purpose? You know, um, I think that it's okay. I think it's still a step in the right direction. And it could be like, you know how you have, um, in the Bible, there's a, there's a, um, there's a saying that says, uh, you have like lots of quivers in your, in your, I don't even know what it's called, but I'm just remembering the word quivers, but basically it's for a hunter and they have arrows in their like little basket thing or whatever in their duffel bag thing. But you want to have you know, keep those tools in your toolbox, right? So one trait in his toolbox should be he should be a purpose-driven leader. Um, But we will continue to kind of put feelers out there to get information on what type of um, man values marriage. How does he... And, 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 and commun- and, um companionship because for myself like I said ain't no way your girl gonna get married all the assets I have are going to my niece okay and to my god kids period okay period so um and all up until this point I was um entertaining marriage because I wanted to have the kids and I wanted them to be under that structure although I can't even be mad the question is you know are you going to be married and still be a, a single mom? So you can either prove it, disprove it, or be wrong. Which is it? So she's calling you to your highest essence of yourself. And if you don't really think that you have what it makes, yeah, that can be a bad feeling. But I was kind of uh, talking a little bit earlier about how Essentially, one of the best things you can do is have a woman that is going to challenge you on all of those things. 
not mother you because yeah and i like it because i'm trying to i i am a multi-dimensional thinker so um and i'm learning to speak it out too because sometimes it can come across one dimensional and all the thoughts in my head i don't want to confuse you guys but i still examine the, the things that i'm saying and why i'm saying it right so Yes, she should be able to challenge you spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, right? Financially, not mother you. And it's not her job to save you either. I think that men underestimate the power of, you know, one of the, the videos that I, I put on um, Do Not Describe. I watched the video and that 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 little clip, it was by Andrew Tate. And I wish I had um, screen recorded it. Not just the um the the audio, but the actual video because there's lessons in there too. He actually ran game on a lot of people, and they didn't even see it because they didn't know what they were looking for. But it was it was messed up because you know you have Andrew Tate and I forget the name of this other guy that he was out here crying for men and he's like oh. Men are being called to, to, you know, become leaders and it's just too much of a toll for them. And I just mourn that they don't have the intellect and the brawn and the ability to meet the demands of 2022 and going out there and getting a nine to five and becoming the best versions of themselves. It's just um. Terrible, the pain, the torture. Oh, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> that last oh, brought it to me. Brought that right there. Oh, oh, oh. Jordan Peterson, right? So you have Jordan Peterson and um, Andrew Tate out here. And it's like, oh my God, this sucks. But here's the thing. I wish, he, like I said, I really wish I had screen captured this. But I'll try to paint the picture the best way I know how. The woman that he should forever thank and hold in high regard, regardless, right? And that's how you start to get to a point where you start to say things like Ariana Grande, thank you, next. So I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost there where I can, because right now, all my exes, the, the first two I understood I was, and, and maybe, you know, the first two I understood I was still growing as a woman, and I can do the thank you next kind of song with them. One taught me that, da, 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 one taught me whatever, right? But the last two right now, they can kick the hardest rocks with the most open barefoot toes ever, right? But because of those things, I'm choosing to ascend from that. And those things are going to make me... Dig deeper to find out what type of man is not that. <laughs> what type of man is not, what are the characteristics of a man that is going to love and cherish his companion? What does that mean? So that I don't attract another person. And that's going to, if if I if I can attract that type of a guy that I've always talked about, the companion type of a thing, right? Um, that, that's going to be like the icing on the cake for me, because not only have I been doing a lot of the inner work, I've been working on my fitness, working on my wealth, working on my, my purpose, my mission, what makes me happy, extracting the most out of life. And then to have somebody who genuinely shares the same things, you know, and, um, outlook on life. That's a, that's a, that's the icing on the cake, but none cake nonetheless. My life is still cake nonetheless. So, um, I was talking a little bit about how you get to a point where, um, with Andrew Tate, part of the reason it made him want to go out and make all of this money, and it, he likes to think he's muscular. <laughs> He likes to think that he's muscular um, and that he has transformed himself. And he says something along the lines in that video. Um, 
you didn't pick me when I was nerdy and skinny and poor. So I went out there and I proved to you that now, and he shows himself like climbing, you know, walking into the jet and driving the nice car with the shades and the nice dress, the nice clothing. But it's just to show you also how delicate some of these men are because he's still in that little boy state of mind where he's still his ego is is still as fragile as that time when that that woman who really that the first woman is one of the one of the first muse i think that even like with myself i wouldn't call the men muses but for men it's the opposite it's like that first girlfriend when she breaks up with you and she tells you why you working throughout life to try to be a better version so that that doesn't happen again makes you better. And so what's, what the tragedy with the whole Andrew Tate thing is that he's evolved himself into what he considers to be the handsome version of, of himself, the wealthy version of, of himself that that woman didn't, you know, was was calling him to be. Right. And what a lot of us women are calling y'all to be. And he was absolutely capable of it. He he got to it, but he's actually what you would consider to be a gamma male, a gamma male. So coincidentally, and I think if I'm not mistaken, he also identifies as an alpha male, but he's actually a gamma male. So a gamma male will go through life. They're smart. They're intellectual. They figured life out, but they're very angry and bitter with other men and also angry and bitter with women. And they feel that they should be getting all the pussy, right? Because they're better than other men, right? That's, that's, Andrew takes a gamma male, the definition of a gamma male. I just did a, a podcast on looking at the characteristics of it. And, um, so, but instead of him appreciating, right? Because one of, when, when I talk about the secret, one of the things I loved about the secret is you get to a point where you're thankful for even the hard times and it sucks, it can suck, but if you start to take the idea that you're here to adapt and evolve and come out the next day better and mastermind how to make sure that that kind of, excuse me, that you can ascend from that that level. I've talked about how when I drive past my job, the blonde blue eyed hair girls, blonde, I always say this, the blonde blue eyed girls, they got the raises. They got the promotions, you know, type of a thing. And even though I had the degrees, I had been there for X amount, almost double amount of time of years that they had been there. And I'm I'm not getting the raises. And I and I've talked about this too. The HR director was kind of like, hey, 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 but whatever. They're still working over there. Okay. I drive past almost every day. Living my whole best life, ordering whatever I want, making almost just as much, well, more than what I was salaried when I was there, but I'm free. And if, if I didn't have the rejection and I, you know, um, I can probably pull up in my email, the, the letter that I drafted asking my boss for a raise. One of the best things that ever happened to me was when he told me no. And and to clarify, he wanted to get me the, the raise, um, but he, let's just, but yeah, in, in either event, he didn't see the fight of, of having me there. But one of the best things that ever happened to me, right? So with, with the whole Andrew Tate thing is, if you practice the attitude of gratitude, which is, in my opinion, part of the secret, some people have different perspectives and that's okay. That's okay. Um... But that's why I like the attitude of the gratitude. I think it's one of the secrets, right? Because Andrew Tate could have done one of two things. He could have gone back to his muse, the woman who captured his heart as a young person. And he should have been able to feel the the sense of pride, the sense of accomplishment, the sense of mastery to come back for the woman that he that he wanted. And show her that, right? And 
And she's going to continue to push him. And, and it's it's funny because sometimes part of the quote-unquote nagging is women are never satisfied. Right? But I really think that he could have ended up going back to her. And, and you know, I will say this too. Sometimes what can end up happening is she will go on about life. And, you know, life can either end up better for her or worse for her. But if he could have gone back to her, Right? And shown her all the things that he did and said, I did it. That has to feel good. It's almost like back in the days when the men used to go out and conquer land and bring back treasure, right? And bring it to the queen. You do that because you love to see our faces light up. And and listen, I, I like, you know, it's almost like when those times when you're on the playground or even at the gym and you'll have a couple of guys do a, a like push up um challenge type of a thing and you're going to be impressed with the guy who does all the the, the push ups you're going to be like i love it. listen that's just me <laughs> i like to see guys who love what they're doing and they're damn good at what they do right they're freaking good at what they do. I, I love to hear all of the stories about the adventures, the conquest, how you dominated, how you kicked butt out there. Go tell me those stories. I love it. I'm here for it. He could have done that. And or if he's like, you know what? I don't like her, you know, blah, blah, blah. you still respect, you know, and you don't trash her. You're like, because of her, this is who I am. And you hold that reverent, right? Now he has all of, according to him, all these different type of women that are throwing themselves at him. And that wouldn't have happened if he hadn't had recognized that he needed to cultivate himself a little bit more. Work out a little bit more. Show that you're healthy. Show that you are, you can, um, I don't know, kind of like power up. Show that you can rule things and run things and and that you have refined taste and that you are intelligent enough to get yourself out of a bag, right? Some people can't even see themselves out of a paper bag, right? So now she has, because of that push, because of her role as a muse, right? Not a mule. She didn't, because because a mule in the black community, it would have been that, that little girl in the white suit with the cornrows back saying you know what you're not all of a you know when I think of a man who's ready to ask for my hand in marriage he is smart strong a leader and the mule would have said I'm gonna help you get there babe while you're out doing whatever I'm gonna take care of half of the rent I'm gonna be out here working. I'm going to make sure that I'm dressing you and I'm helping you make wise decisions. That never pays well. That's a mule. Right? But the second scenario is that it opened up an opportunity for him to now have whatever woman he wants. And so, but because he's still hurt, and this is this is very much the definition of a gamma male, he looks good, smells good, he's smart, he's good at what he does, but he doesn't like men. He's angry with other men. He's angry at the man who was the role model, right? Because there are men out here killing it. There are men out here who are driving the nice cars, driving the nice yachts, smelling good, looking good, and in tip-top shape. But Andrew Tate hates him too because that's what his first love was attracted to and he hates women because every time even though he's evolved physically on the outside follow me now because we're we're talking about we don't want to just attract based on ugly or or um or handsome because one of the things I put in the in the previous podcast in the in the description is ugly men can be ugly on the inside too Right? They can be ugly on the inside too. We we can kind of expect it from handsome men, but that's actually kind of the evolution of 
the quote unquote handsome man, right? Some people might not be able to necessarily change their physical aesthetic, but if part of the attributes of what we describe as um, attractive does have to mean you putting on more muscle mass and dressing and grooming yourself, and you actually hear it with me too. I can't stand a man that hasn't washed his face. I can't stand a man that, that has not combed his hair or done something to his hair and isn't trimmed up and, you know, just smelling right and paying attention to how things fit on him. I'm not saying like even gay or feminine. I'm talking about, and respectfully, right? I'm talking about you've paid attention to your appearance. You like to look good. You like to trim up your beard or be clean shaven and making sure that you have this, you know, you're getting those steamed facials when you go to the barber, right? And listen, I remember, like, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you too. Both of my last, like all of my exes, they all paid attention to their appearance. And all of us women know is something about when you get that fresh cut from the barber and it can pick you up. Listen, okay, listen. <laughs> listen, all right? And it's so funny because it be it really be taking me all the way out. Like, ooh, you already know, you know, like. Damn. Woo. Listen, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a little bit of game in here for you guys too. Like even y'all who are calling in like the pineapple show. Listen, maybe the girl that's on the you know being interviewed by all the different men and she has to figure out what is a good match for her. I'm gonna put you on game before you press that button. Same thing with Kendra. I promise you, but you should be doing this every day. Right? Before you walk out the house, listen. Do something to your hair. Make sure your skin is smooth. You you might have to figure out some um men grooming appearance type of stuff. I don't know. I know like for me, I'm I'm actually gonna do a podcast um within the next day or two. And I I promise y'all, I've I've been talking about a lot of um different things that I'm using for my beauty regimen. Um, and it's gonna really help brighten up your skin, right? But for men, they have their men grooming um, channels and stuff like that. Make sure your skin is clear. Your eyebrows are combed. Brush your teeth. Like that stuff shows up on TV. Make sure you have a good looking shirt. You know what I'm saying? Heck, for all I care, dress like, what's his name? Tate. Just don't have all the buttons open down. Like that's kind of tacky. Get you a good shirt. You can go get you one at um, Walmart, Target, right? Ask your sister to go help you pick out some stuff or something, right? And when you press that bu- that button, that's going to help you so much more. Because the way y'all are showing up, even in the physical, you're not combing your hair. You're you're not paying attention to your, your clothing, you know. And, and it's very, it's, it's giving. I don't care about myself or my parents, right? But anyways... And in real life, get you a really good fragrance. I would say, you know what? When I do the the podcast for the fragrances for women, they are on the lower end in terms of, um, I like them. There's pros and cons. But if you're building your fragrance collection or cologne collection, I got you for my men. Don't worry. I'm going to find something in there for you guys. But even in real life, make sure you smell good. (laughs) I'm going to tell too much of myself. Don't let a guy have all those. And then he smells good too. Mm. Let me, let me get back. Cause I'm already past the 40. I'm already past the 30 minute mark. But I was saying that Andrew Tate now has an opportunity where he can date just about any woman that he wants to. And it puts him in an even big, better position to, really choose the woman that he quote unquote thinks. So not only is he not going to choose a woman based on her um, appearance, he's going to choose the kind hearted woman because let's not forget, 
I, and I love the sisterhood so much. And I love that we're sharing things with each other and keeping each other motivated. And because we are intellectual creatures, we are very rigorous with our thoughts, right? We send the thoughts back and forth to each other and we fine tune it and we take it to the next level. So one of the things that the, one of the young women said in the sisterhood is these men are mad that we didn't choose them when they were scrawny and didn't have money and, you know, weren't really that smart. But they're not keeping in mind that a lot of us women have blossomed also. Right? Right? A lot of us were the quote unquote early ugly girl. Right? A lot of us were the nerdy girl that you that you would copy off of our homework off in the fourth grade. With the pigtails. One of my favorite songs is by Music So Child. I might actually start off the song with that one. If I had known the girl next door would have been you. I would have been nice to you. A little more nicer too. Right? If I And then she says, Boy, if I had known the boy next door would have been you. I would have been nice to you a little more than right? Let me look let me look that up while I'm getting ready to close this out. Uh music soul child. Don't you and y'all know I'm gonna sing that song already. Um girl next door. Is he on some cause I whatever happened to him, he fell off the face of the map. Please don't tell me he's racist, y'all or colorist, cause I will come right back to this part at the 45 minute mark and take that off. But um, here it is. Girl Next Door by Ayana. I actually love this as we're closing this out. And I've been talking about ugly men and, you know, the, the man who transforms himself. And that song actually is about how, you know, the nerdy girl and the scrawny boy blossom. Right. And we start to fill out, right? So some of us start off more intellectual and then you grow some double D's like I did, right? (laughs) Right? Or you're that scrawny guy and you're poor and now you build out some muscle and and, and you could be nerdy too, right? Nerdy too, but now you're muscular, you're taller, you're stronger and you're wealthier, right? Now, now... Now it's like you look good enough for me to give you my number, but then I take you to my mansion, my house, you know, put you in my car. But that should feel good for all of us, right? We should take pride in the fact that we cultivated ourselves. We should take pride that we're no longer that that person. But I think a lot of us, part of the, this journey is a lot of us have those childhood wounds. And one more thing I wanted to say about the... the um. Andrew Tate, it's a tragedy because with the gamma male, he hates women, right? So he has no intention of like marrying her or going into a relationship or companionship, which almost is a saving grace for the first woman anyways, because she, he, she was seeing the physical manifestation, but he's not she still dodged a bullet because he's not the type that's he's out here trying to harm as many other women because of the the pain that he felt not understanding that 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 challenge you know a lot of the times even when we get rejected from jobs sometimes it's so helpful to have the um constructive criticism because when you do the job performance, they tell you, well, I would have hired you, but you didn't have enough strength. Like I remember when I used to do, um, especially when I was younger, we would do these um, aptitude tests and they would test us to see how strong we were in Microsoft and Excel and spreadsheets. It actually got to the point where they would ask you like, if you understood how to put formulas, because back in the days, you could go in and you could type in, you know, 41, 42, 43, 44. But now there's formulas where you put like column A equals a cell A1 plus one and put that formula and cut and paste and drag it. And in 30 seconds, you can have one to 100 versus me type, typing in one 
enter two, enter three, enter four. Enter. And so we're trying to streamline things, right? We're trying to, be, we're trying to become faster, um, leaner, um, quicker, better, right? Because even when you're going through the cells, I remember way, way back in the days too, if if I am tired at 55, I can, I mean, in terms of typing in the cells, I can skip to 57. And then not only do I have to go back and double check and have somebody else double check, and they're going to say, oh, you missed 56, 57, and 58. It's automated. So the accuracy also goes up. But anyways, what the tragedy is, he, you know, he's not really trying to marry anyone or, or that type of thing. And he's causing more harm than damage. But ideally, if he wanted to get married, he could now understand how to circle back and say, not only do I want an attractive woman because I understand that she can transform into someone beautiful. And that's how you have these pictures where you have like the little girls with like the braces and the freckles and the pigtails. And then now she's just this beautiful, smart, intellectual, feminine woman, right? The transformation. Now he can start to understand, I want someone who's kind, who's loving, who's maternal. And he can pick from just about anyone, which is the one of the ideal positions for men, right? So, and so, but our job as I'm closing out here is character matters because whether you give the ugly Andrew Tate version a chance, right? Before he was successful, he still has an ugly character. And that's my point. Sometimes ugly guys are ugly on the inside too. And before you give the handsome or handsome or more attractive versions of men a chance, what is their character? What are their values? Okay, so I'm going to end up with this song, Music Girl Next Door, featuring Ariana. I do not own the rights to this music. Okay, do not own the rights to the music. I'll try to put that in the description. Uh, I don't have the copyrights. And y'all already know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. While the commercial's going, let me pull up the lyrics because y'all know I like to sing along too. <laughs> Listen, my significant other is going to get such a kick out of me doing this type of stuff, but I don't give up. <laughs> All right, so you can click off now or you're welcome to kind of just listen to the lyrics too. And I want you to think about what that means for you as the girl and you as the you as the woman and you as the man. Right. And if all of us can kind of understand the little kid within us. Sometimes a lot of it times we're we're coming out of ego, out of our childhood, you know. And shout out to all the other girls like me too that were just figuring stuff out. And I'm a much, like even any of my exes can circle back. I'm a much better version of what I was, you know, when I was in my teens, in my 20s, right? All right, let's get into this song. Let's go. If you know the words, sing along. And you have to go look at the music video, y'all. I'm looking at it again for the first time. You have to go look at the music video. I love y'all. Enjoy the rest of your day. Let's go. Hey, the double dutch. I used to double dutch for real. No, I'm the girl next door would have been you. I would have been nice to you. A little more kind of you. I would have looked twice at you. Would have been you. I would have shared my crowd. Depending on how close we were. Maybe we so in love. Oh, one more thing, y'all. So he's talking about I would have shared my grub with you depending on how close we was. Shout outs to Mina. Mina um, from Million Dollar Babe and Universe Guru. She's been talking about the importance of growth, right? Um, I still need to listen to some more of her stuff because I'm sure she's going to fully formulate it. And I'm not going to depend 100% on my limited understanding of what, what growth means. And it's not supposed to be the mule version, but this is talking about even growth, right? Because he says, by now we would be so in love because you would have 
absolutely taking that chance with that girl next door. And to think how much more you would have fallen in love. And you kind of missed out on that part of life a little bit. But that's okay. Right? I love it. It says, by now we would be so in love. Girl, I'm so surprised to see the young fine woman that you grew up to be. Your body's banging like a 400 SE. Close presently. I remember when you was just time to hold a girl that to play basketball as far as I was concerned you was one of my boys I never cared about my sex or yours but if I love a girl next door I wanna be you I would have been nice to you a little more kind to you I would have loved more than you if I wanna love the girl next door I would have been you 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 I was a Carson, and you were my thing. And nowadays, I would so cute. I would have been nice to you, a little bit more nice to you, I would have looked twice at you, if I would have been you, 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 I would have been nice to you, spend a little time with you. I would have dressed cuter too If I would have knew the boy next door would have been you I would have been like you When we play hide and seek Instead of you chasing me <laughs> You're so girl <laughs> all right y'all i love you this is it um i still have a couple more hours until i go get my workout okay and until the next podcast bye oh i have time today let me cut this out before I, it slips my mind so i talked about how andrew tate andrew tate is a gamma personified i was talking a little bit about the muse and the mule and I talked about how a man may possibly even have several muses, in my opinion, the first one being his mother, right? And so part of the litmus test of the the caliber of this type of man is uh, Tate, Andrew Tate, I'm guessing, based on the MO and the outcome of how he views life now, is that part of what pissed him off about the first woman that he was attracted to, the first girl he was attracted to, is she told him no. And because she it told him no, gammas feel entitled to to I'll say to pussy, right? And so when she told him no, it made him want to become what appeared to be a better person. And um 
so that he can get more pussy. Now, if he was attracted to the first girl because she had the same qualities as his mother or someone that he wanted to because she was um she was the type she embodied the type of woman that he saw himself spending the rest of his life with and somebody that he wanted for the long run you know that he could see being the mother of his child he would have gone out to fight to 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 be that best version to come back and and um be with her. Does that kind of make sense? That's the best way I can explain it. So I'm gonna keep it short because this is already a long podcast. But I just, y'all, I have time today. My mind is working. I have actually it's nine thirty one, nine thirty. I'm supposed to go start getting ready for the gym. So, but I, it came to my mind and I wanted to capture it. All right, bye, y'all.